Oh, my God. Yeah, it's been far too long. Congratulations on everything. Here, let me put this up here. So Thank you. Congratulations on everything. I mean, you know, live action, animation, gaming. You know, that's okay. You know, you, you're killing it still. And you won the Backstage Vanguard Award here at Sovos 2019. You know, what's it like to be recognized as a voice actress and not just for your live action performances? So... It's so cool and so important for me because it's such a it's such an important aspect of of my career and and my resume in my opinion. It is the thing that has been the most consistent through the years from the very beginning to now. Um, it has continued to open doors for me and it has continued to allow me to play characters that I would have never gotten the opportunity to play because that's the one thing about voiceover that that so motivates me and so inspires me is that the aesthetic has absolutely nothing to do with the job. Except for the shoes that you wear, Just the shoes. Well, for me, the shoes I wear. Other than being a shoe addict, but you're wearing combat boots when you're doing Call of Duty, you're doing all sorts of stuff, so yeah. Yeah. You know? Did you go barefoot when you were She-Hulk? I probably had Converse on for that one, to be honest. Yeah, super heroines, uh, strong female characters going back to Starbuck and then Longmore and everything else that you're doing. You're producing your own show now, you know, so you're still killing it after all this time. Yeah. And it feels like, like I haven't seen you in almost seven years. Yeah. And it feels like your career has just continuously moved and as if those seven years haven't happened yet. Or like, you know, yeah. like seven years just flew by rather. It did. And that's the thing is that I think that... You know, my goal has always been to just keep working. Um, yes, I want to play characters that are are influential. Sorry, I want to make sure he knows. So, the producer of the very successful YouTube channel mm -hmm. here, okay. Robin Gatsby, okay. um, he has literally single-handedly changed the vantage of this channel. And if you want to have a, I think you want her to talk to him. For yeah, sure. After he can come over, okay. so he'll come over in yeah. a minute. I'll send him over when you're ready. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's amazing. Awesome. Um, I it, it, the most important thing for me was to continue to work, and and I really can look back now at like the almost twenty five years that I've been doing this, and I can tell you it's ha it's flown by so fast that sometimes I have to look back and realize what I've done in the last seven years because I don't, I, you know, it goes so quickly. And we are getting a Riddick sequel, so hopefully we'll see Doll back. I don't know. I talked to David Tui about that, and I don't know if, if Doll can exist in the Underverse. Ooh. Yeah. But I would love that. I don't know. You twisted his arm once already. I did. You know, I saying, did. I got the role. And I was like, oh, we haven't cast her yet. Yeah, pretty much. You know. Yeah. I, I like to, you know, like basically hook, line, and sinker, get people attached to me, and then they have to cast me as my, <laughs> my job. Right. Yeah. My favorite photo of you is you and Dirk Benedict together smoking cigars at Starbucks. Everybody loves that. You know, it's it a, was a classic really photo. classic, yeah, really yeah. Nice. And definitely a passing of the torch because people were, it. you know. Yeah. People were a little upset. That, of course you they know. were. You know, it's nothing that... I don't think any of the, the the characters that I've played that people are most aware of me from came easily to me. Right. Um, and I think Battlestar, for, for sure, was the first role that I fought so hard for. And, um, and every single character that I played, I've really tried to make them... 
strong and powerful and meaningful in a different way to potentially different people, you know? And so I think that even Doll was so important because she's the lone female in the movie. Carrie was in the movie for a little bit at the beginning, but for the most part, she was the, 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 the woman in the movie. And it was important to make her everything that she could be because she she was the only one there. Right. And then you play Bo-Katan in two different Star Wars iterations. So I you, do. You know, you're a part of the Star Wars universe. I am. And I'm not going to lie, the animated stuff has been superior to the films in recent years. The animated stuff is phenomenal because if you go back and you start Clone Wars yeah. and then you subsequently like plug in episodes one and two. Right. And three, there is a symbiotic fluidity to it that fills in blanks. And they've done this purposefully, that the entire world is so immense and it's so deep. And Clone Wars Rebels, you know, has really given the fans, it's it's quenched their palates and it's given them something to hold on to in the interim where there were a few years there where there wasn't a lot going on and um, thank god that it did because now we've got you know not only do we have Clone Wars but we've got Mandalorian we've got the Star Wars movie coming out you know it's such a it's such a universe that, that keeps giving and it's such a you know such a pleasure to be a part of it and when do we get to see you transition to the live action version <laughs> um, you know as far as I know I have no idea yeah. So, but I'm thrilled where you had Edward James almost come out and present you with your award today. I did. You know, and that's no slouch. But you were you've worked with him for several years as well, and Eddie, he became a friend and a mentor. Obviously, Eddie is a friend and he's a mentor. Eddie is the person that pushed me to produce my own series. Eddie is the person who continues to push me to produce and direct content. And and Eddie is the person that basically said from the very beginning. My job is done. Let me push you guys forward. He truly is so humble and so kind that once he realized that he got a platform, he used the platform to push us forward. And that was so selfless. You know, I mean, for him to sit on stage with me tonight and to to do nothing but push the questions back to me is, is he's such a phenomenal mentor he you know he will till the end of my days will be the person that's influenced my career the most beautiful and now your mom had said at one point that better do all the the sexy stuff now before your looks fade clearly your looks haven't faded (laughs) what does she say now 25 years later that you're still in the business doing live action and animation so basically what my mom said was she literally said you know it was right for a battle star and I was playing very stereotypical um I was playing very stereotypical like um ditzy blonde roles and my mom said when Battlestar Galactica came up my mom said to me how bad do you want this and I said I was like this is I want this so bad and she said you've got to get this role because it will change your career and I was like what do you mean by that and she said you have got to play the characters that don't rely on the facade of what they look like to to tell a story you know because she said when you're you know your face falls and your tits sag you need to have a job and what she meant was that play the best friend never play the leading lady 
she she said, you know, that was her advice to me. Like, don't play those roles because those roles are finite. Right. And they've got it. They've got a shelf life to them. And so that's what made me fight so hard for Battlestar because I knew it was going to turn me into a character actor. Right. So. And now with your work in animation, are you looking to produce animated features or TV series or anything of that sort? It'll get there. Like right. one of the reasons why, you know, Robin. So Robin Gasme um, is my producing partner in the YouTube channel and also my production company, Blood, Sweat, and Coffee. The goal was, I love right? That name. Yeah. So Blood, Sweat, and Coffee is a metaphor for what life takes. It's basically everything that it takes to be successful is Blood, Sweat, and Coffee is a metaphor for it. And our goal was always to start creating content on YouTube that that people wanted to see from me. And they wanted not only a glimpse into my life, but people wanted to, they associated me with these characters that motivated them. And what they didn't realize is that these characters motivated me as well. And that all the questions I get all the time about how I live my life, what motivates me, all of these things, we've packaged into a fun uh, sort of YouTube channel thing that we're doing. Ten episodes of, you know, ten seasons of... of ten seasons. Ten episodes of three seasons. Um, and we're using this as the jumping off point to create our own content. And so one of the things... Robin is also a writer, so, so that is... I have no idea. He asked if we were eventually going to create a, a voiceover and an animated works. Robin is the person who just made me sit down and watch and Rick and Morty. And he's pretty, too, so we're not going to like him very <laughs> much after we pretty. talk to him. He is pretty. Yeah. But he is such a fan of animation. Like, he just made me watch Rick and Morty. I'm obsessed now. And it's, yeah. it's been frustrating me for, like, a year straight. She doesn't appreciate oh, the animation of that show. So now she's interested. I do. Um, so we'll get you in on next season. Yeah, well, that would be amazing. <laughs> People have been asking her to do it for right. a while. They wanted to spot I'm like, have they? Now that she knows what the show is, I think we should have I keep calling Pickle Rick Pickle Dick <laughs> because he looks like a pickle dick. Um, and I don't know. So, uh, so yeah, I, that is one of the things as a producer and, and having a good partner is we have no idea what we're going to create. We know what we're going to create tomorrow, but we have no idea what we're going to be creating in the next 10 years. And, and so that is something really important to us to really solidify us as a, as a producing team over on YouTube and just keep going. Now, before I let you go, you know, Bob Bergen had mentioned in his panel that you don't want to be just a working actor. You want to be a great actor, mm. you know, so you can keep working and keep evolving and just do good work. What's your advice to people that are either trying to break into the business or have gotten their foot in the door and want to get to that next step and that next level? I think in all honesty, what he said truly matters, but I think it matters on a deeper level than I think if we take it a step further. The older I get, the more now I'm focused on what I want my life to look like at the end. And I think that you're never going to really be known as a working actor. You're going to be known as a great actor. But you're going to, to, I think that that's the thing that you hang your hat on. It's not that you kept working. But if you're great once, that's enough. You know, I think so many people put so much stock in 
constantly working and constantly, you know, if I didn't do this my entire life, if I didn't do this to this success level, if I didn't, you know, hit that level that I thought I wanted to, I think what matters truly to me now is I just want to be remembered as the person that was great once and now it's all about being a great human being. I like that. Katie, thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure seeing you. Let's not make it another seven years. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Very true. Yeah. Yeah.